Hello and welcome back to the Audience Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Hewitt from Castos, and along with me today, Matt Medeiros. Matt, how's it going? Hey, Craig. Happy to be here in my room. (laughs) (laughs) Happy to be here on my podcast, Craig. Yeah, thanks for having me on your podcast. I appreciate (laughs) it. So we've had, since the last time we talked, we've had a couple of different types of episodes that have come out, and I think we talked about that in the first episode we did together was the kind of different formats of episodes and shows that we're putting out here in the audience podcast. So kind of like typical interview shows, which will be the most recent one before this, one of our creator spotlight episodes. And then, you know, this is maybe our third type of episode where you and I hop on to talk about a particular kind of subtopic within podcasting. And I think generally today that's going to be talking about private podcast and internal company podcasts, right? Yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. If you haven't listened to Teresa's episode on the last Casos Audience Creator Spotlight episode, definitely check that out. She has an amazing, she's obviously a customer of Casos and she has an amazing story to tell. And I had never met anyone who analyzed handwriting. So if you have terrible handwriting like me, <laughs> don't steer clear of the episode. It actually means, actually has some good things in there, but check that out because uh, she analyzes handwriting. She can tell what type of person you are and she does this for businesses. So luckily, Craig, you didn't analyze my handwriting before I got here, but it's definitely a great, <laughs> uh, it's, it's definitely an awesome sort of story and how she leverages podcasts for such a unique business. It's, it's great. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that always blows my mind when we talk to customers or people that are looking to move to the platform is, you know, they hop on and say, hey, I'm going to start a podcast about Dungeons and Dragons. And I have 500,000 people in my Facebook group. (laughs) Or I do (laughs) handwriting analysis for companies and I charge, you know, 20 grand per engagement. Or I do a three hour long podcast every day and it's in full, you know, 4k video or whatever like it's just amazing the breadth of topics that people are doing shows about i think especially now right i mean like i think people's creative juices are especially flowing uh, with all the stuff that's going on in the world i think a lot of ways it's in some ways i guess a net positive for people's content creation process maybe yeah. Look, as somebody who I'll say a lifelong podcaster <laughs> for eight years, so not quite the uh, the length of the uh, from when podcasting was born, but for quite some time, I thought I knew everything there was to podcasting before I joined this company. I probably told you I did because <laughs> I was actually convinced that I did. And then I got here and I was pleasantly surprised of how people use podcasts. Some of the stuff we'll talk about today about internal podcasting and, and company-wide podcasting. Didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't even know people were training their staff of thousands through a podcast. And it was so obvious to me once I, I saw it happening here, right, with some of our customers and some of the people we were talking to. I was like, wow, podcasting is solving much more than just entertainment and education. It's doing a lot of other things for people which and organizations, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I think it might be worth taking a step back just because I think some definitions are in order. So kind of laying the groundwork for exactly what we mean when we refer to certain kind of topics. And so I think the first would be like private podcast. So when you say private podcast, the idea in general is it's not for everybody. It's not on Apple Podcast or Spotify. It is meant to be kind of limited content for only certain people. 
And we think there's kind of a couple of ways that you can do this or a couple of flavors of this. One is you just have one kind of general private feed URL that's like password protected. You can enter that RSS feed in an app like Apple Podcast or Overcast or Pocket Cast and a couple others. And then only you that have this private feed can get this kind of limited content. The other one that is more recent to the Castos platform, and that I think we'll talk a lot about today just because it's really powerful, is that same idea of limited content by a password-protected RSS feed, but where each individual subscriber has their own private RSS feed. So talking about companies, Matt, you are kind of a new member to the company. If we had an internal company podcast for when new people joined our team, when the day you join the company, we would add you to this private podcast by your email address, mattatcastus.com, and you would get all of those episodes in our you know new hire onboarding podcast, let's say. And then if you ever left the company, we could say, oh, Matt's left the company. We'll take his name out of the kind of list of private subscribers. He can't access any of that content anymore. And so... Maybe there are some minds being blown <laughs> across the, the podcasting world by kind of hearing this thought. And yeah, like you said, Matt, like when you first started hearing about this and the things that people were doing, you realized pretty quick, like, whoa, this is maybe a really big deal for the use cases and the ways that people could implement this in a bunch of different genres and use cases and, and business applications, I think. In a previous lifetime, like working with, and probably just like you, Craig, being on enterprise meetings or corporate meetings, and it's like standard stuff. Maybe it's like HR stuff or like operational stuff. And you're just, hey, you got to be on this meeting from 12 to 1, like right at your lunchtime. And everyone is just so burned out from like using Zoom, especially in this day and age, delivering that type of content. This is like the big opportunity that I see is like, this gives you a vehicle to deliver content that otherwise is just, hey, you don't need to be live to do it. You don't have to set aside a block an hour of time to do it. You can deliver company-wide information through a podcast and your employees and your team can consume this content whenever they see fit. So as long as they, they download it and they get it to their phone or their device or whatever, they can listen to it. And that could shift hours worth of time, you know, from from the day job, from the calendar. And people might listen to it, you know, if, depending on the, I guess, the, the length of the show. Maybe listen to it on a weekend or if it's fun and entertaining, which I would say that some organizations should do is make your internal podcast fun so people don't look at it as work. I mean, there's so many different ways to bake that uh, podcasting cake to make it enjoyable and good for everybody to solve these problems or just at least save time and just give it a new way to engage with with employees. That and if you're, you know, you're a typical marketing person, right? You're putting out content, you have a brand, you have a product. That private podcast is an opportunity to have that real unique content that only goes out to your best fans or your or your closest audience members. And those are the those are the things that marketers love, right? When as a marketer myself, I look at it, I'm like, ooh, this is great. <laughs> like I might the, you know, I have I have a list of a thousand, but you know, only a hundred of these people are gonna get this private podcast. And you can really see the engagement, right? You can really build up those super fans, as they say, through this type of content, which is again, as a marketer, is, is awesome as well. Yeah. So I think it'd be fun to talk through some of the conversations we've been having just in the last month or so, Matt, since this feature came out on our end, 
to give a couple of examples uh, for folks listening that are saying, ooh, I, I think I know how this could apply to me, but maybe we'll give like a handful of examples of places we've seen this, all the way from big like consumer name brands that everyone listening to this podcast knows to things that people might not have, have kind of even heard or thought about before. And I think the first one that you touched on is companies doing podcasts for their team members. So internal private company podcasts. A lot of these are being done in the conversations we're having that are people, big brands coming onto the platform are wanting to do this around uh, kind of HR. So sharing messages from different parts of business units or different business units or different locations entirely, especially since none of us can travel right now, about you know leaders or upcoming leaders in a company and what those people are doing, sharing that message with the entire workforce. The other one that we see a lot is in sales. So especially, you know, sales a lot of times are distributed teams. They're in the field. They're in New Orleans and in Austin and in Orlando or whatever, but the headquarters for the company is in New York. And so those sales leaders can't get all of those salespeople in a room right now or ever really. And so they can deliver these sales messages, sales training, sales management updates to their teams that are in the field via a private company podcast. Anything in both of those situations, it needs to be private because there's probably kind of sensitive information, proprietary knowledge that people want to distribute to their teams via podcast, but they don't want everybody to get it. So it's a really good medium that we've seen a lot of interest around for this kind of application. Yeah. Think of the, again, like those scheduled meetings or those in-person events. Now you deliver your company update every quarter or whatever it might be through that podcast. It's even lower barrier than like the Zoom thing. A lot of people don't like being on Zoom, again, burned out from Zoom, having a scheduled time. This is a great thing. You know, funny, as you were saying this, in my head, I started laughing because as a marketer, hopefully cross your fingers that your listenership and, and download count is 100% <laughs> in an internal way. Because, you know, it's just like, oh man, only 40% of my audience listened to this last episode. In that setting, you must feel like a rock star because like everyone has to download it and listen to it. <laughs> and if you're not, then you can kind of see like, hey, I see uh, only 80% download rate on this sales update. What gives? Like make sure everyone's downloading this episode. So that's that's kind of funny when you think about it from like the data or the analytics side of it. And that is a good kind of just product clarification for us folks that are kind of on our platform or thinking about moving over is you get all of that data for private podcasts. So we treat private podcasts from an analytics perspective exactly the same as we do a public podcast. So you can see, okay, I have 100 people subscribed to this private podcast for this episode. I only had 80 downloads. So you can go to the team and say, hey, I know <laughs> 20 of you didn't listen to this. This is important stuff. You know, please make time in your day, blah, blah, blah. So just to clarify from a product perspective, you get all the same data for a private podcast as you do for a public one. You get all the same features too. Like you log in, Castos, you can obviously set up your podcast just like you do it. In fact, I have a video of it on YouTube. We'll link it up in the show notes on how to set it up, but you can embed those files too on a website. So if you have like an internal document system or internal web page or user management portal, that kind of thing, you can embed that those files there too and have people just play them, you know, right in the browser, which is gives you that flexibility. The next genre or kind of use case for this is that we've seen are our course creators and membership site managers or owners. And I'll group these together a bit just because they are are kind of bigger sites that really the goal of the site is to get people coming in, paying, or at least registering specifically for access to this unique content. 
And whether it's a course or whether it's a membership site, I think the idea as it pertains to podcast here is you're offering some kind of unique content to your members or students already. Literally is like two clicks of a button to offer premium or private specific podcast content for those members too. We have integrations with a membership tool called MemberSpace that automates all of this. So if you're using MemberSpace to to manage your membership site, this happens automatically. By the time this episode goes out, we'll have an integration with Zapier either out or coming out very soon. Head to castos.com slash Zapier to check that out. You know, with Zapier, the options are almost limitless. It integrates with every tool under the sun. So kind of regardless of whatever tool you're using to kind of run your course or your membership site, or even thinking about like e-commerce to be able to provide member-specific content to people in your universe as they've chosen to kind of opt into learning more and getting more kind of special content from you. You can just really with a click of a button, add that private podcast content to those folks as well. This is where like all the fireworks are going off in my head, right? (laughs) So there's so many opportunities here. And as somebody, again, like I said before, just been podcasting for a while, have also taken a stab once or twice at doing like a membership or bonus content, that kind of thing. The biggest challenge for a podcaster or even somebody who's like a YouTuber, which I kind of dip my feet into as well, is how do we deliver that extra content to them while keeping friction down, right? And by friction, meaning it doesn't create, like they don't have to log into a website. They don't have to go to a forum. There's not this extra app that they have to install on their phone or whatever. Keeping that friction down is is obviously the hardest because for instance, like YouTube, like you're in YouTube's land, like it's, it's their sandbox. You can't do anything like if you were building out a custom membership site on WordPress. The trade-off is YouTube is way easier to access than your you know, private WordPress membership site, a lot easier to launch. And with private podcasting, at least in my eyes, the person's already listening, listening to your free content. That's where they go to, to listen to you every, you know, whatever it is, week, month, day, every time, whatever you publish a podcast, they're already there. They know they can listen to you there. And because you can subscribe to any podcast player through our private podcasting stuff, it just lowers that barrier of friction. Sure, they have to sign up. They have to click a special link, right? And they'll get that email signed up. And when we have Zapier, you know, we can connect it to uh, a contact form that, you know, on WordPress that works with Zapier, a WooCommerce checkout, you know, whatever integrates with Zapier, we can make that connection. So that lessens the friction even more. So yeah, I'm generally excited to get this, especially the Zapier stuff out the door, because now we can see how people leverage this to deliver that private content, which is going to be great. Yeah, absolutely. And just to, to kind of, and I guess, Matt, this this might be one of the very few podcasts that we talk just about a feature of Castos, but I really, I think it's worth doing because for a lot of people, it really could change how they podcast. And the conversations we're having with customers is like, hey, you know, I didn't want to start a podcast because I thought it was just kind of a drag, but now I see that like I'm able to add unique special value for my students or subscribers or members or members of my rotary club you think about like local organizations doing this like that's another use case and so i think it changes how people think about podcasts and and maybe it's not quote a podcast anymore i would argue it is but it certainly is different than joe rogan or whoever you know puts this out there and everybody can listen but just to to kind of like give a bit of like what the experience would be like for a, a customer of yours or a student or a new member to a membership site 
is you make this connection between whatever tool you're using in Castos, whether it's a direct integration like we have through MemberSpace or using an integration tool like Zapier to connect literally thousands of things out there. When you make this connection, you're basically saying, when somebody signs up for my membership site at this level, subscribe them automatically to this private podcast in Castos. That's all you have to do. And then every time somebody, say, gets added to a particular email list in MailChimp or checks out on your Shopify site and purchases a certain amount of stuff or you know becomes a student in your learning management system, that tool sends a, a you know a bit of code directly to Castos into your Castos account, and then that new student or customer gets an email from us says, "Hey, welcome to Matt's private podcast. Here's your private feed link. Click here to open your favorite podcasting app, and then you paste that link in, and then they're subscribed. And like you said, Matt, they automatically get every new episode that you publish under that private podcast. So you have to do this one little bit of setup." And then from there, it's just you publishing that content for your private podcast. And then those people that come into your, I'll say flow or kind of funnel, whatever it is, you know, an email list or a shopping cart or a membership site or a learning management system, like a course, automatically get that kind of exclusive member content. That's kind of what the experience looks like for you as kind of an owner and a podcast creator, but also for your private subscribers and your customers. So just to kind of give some more color around what that looks like. I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but I will. <laughs> I love marketing automation tools. I love things like uh, like a MailChimp or a Drip or like something that's going to help you deliver content. I love video, right? I love producing video, although very both in my eyes, I have to sit down and write. I have to sit down and spell things correctly, format things correctly in emails, setting up sequences. Same thing with video. It's creating the video, uploading the video, editing the video, exporting the video, right? Depending on how much video you're creating can take a lot of time. Audio for me is by far number one, my favorite type of content to create, but it's also, it's the most fun, I think. It's the most engaging if you're doing it right. And it's very easy to sit down, at least for me, to sit down, record for an hour, talking into a microphone, going in, cleaning up things you don't like, and producing a, I don't know, six, 12-part little educational series after just sitting down for an hour's worth of recording, and then using private podcasting as that mechanism of delivery, right? Instead of having to set up crazy marketing automation rules, setting it up and integrating into your website you know, in like a real complicated fashion, you could just deliver your course in an instant. They subscribe to your private feed, boom, they download all six episodes and they have that. It's There's something a little bit more tangible in my eyes, right? Somebody gets this onto their phone or their device, whatever they listen to, and then they have the freedom to play it back whenever they want. They don't have to go digging through an email to find it or a special link. It's just there in their podcast player. And they can, you know, scrub forward, backwards. They can listen at 2x speed if they want. I'm really excited to see those types of things roll out and how people deliver just like maybe course content or premium content, uh, bonus episodes, and how people leverage, especially our Zapier integration, and see what they're hooking up to it, which will be really cool to see unfold. One thing uh, kind of inside baseball, I guess, of, of how we're using this and how we're planning on using it. One is for like exactly like you just said, educational material. You know, folks come in and say, I want to start a podcast and I want to get, frankly, like the value of sitting down with us for an hour and talking through like what in the heck is an RSS feed? Well, 
we could just deliver that via a private podcast to anybody who wants to subscribe. And that's just, yeah, it's literally a form on our site that connects to Castos, and that person gets invited to that and they can listen to it whenever they want. Now, sure, like a YouTube video, Matt, with you screen sharing and walking through WordPress or the Castos dashboard maybe is a little higher fidelity for certain parts of it. But there is a lot of calls that we get on with customers that they just say, I just don't understand the whole process, right? And, and in five minutes, we can explain like, okay, you know, a podcast is this and an RSS feed is really what your podcast is. And directories like Apple Podcasts are just a reflection of that feed. And when you say that, people listen to it and they go, oh, right, I totally get it. Thinking about like, we could make that asynchronous and people could just consume it when and how they want via a podcast. Pretty cool. The other one that I think is really interesting and it literally just happened today for us is we were having a discussion about the best way to kind of convey some of this content. And it was proposed, hey, let's do a webinar about this. And Denise from our team says, you know, webinars are like old school. Like, I don't remember the last time I got on a <laughs> webinar. And I can't believe we're saying that because, I mean, it's only 2020 and I still think webinars are really something. But we all kind of came at, to the same conclusion at the same time to say like, yeah, but like everybody that listens to our stuff or consumes our content does it in the podcast. So let's just make a podcast about this. And for a lot of people in a lot of ways, that's either a, you know, a public podcast, but now it can be a private podcast too, just for a select group of people or a subset of your audience. And so just thinking about education, pre-sales material, but even just like regular old promotion stuff that you can send specifically to a group of people. Uh, and I think this is the first time that that's happened in this, you know, in the podcasting realm. Yeah. I mean, go figure the podcasting folks said that we should do a podcast. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. What is it? When you're a hammer, everything's a nail. Is that what they say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like seriously, join in on this journey with us. <laughs> Just sort of, you know, tongue in cheek phrase here. But like Craig said, before we started getting into all this, like we are going to eat our own dog food here and say, look, we're so confident with what we've built. Maybe a lot of people see it and they say, well, I'm not, I'm not trying to sell a membership course, but, and, and maybe I'm not trying to provide bonus material and they, and they might pass it off. But I, I think that we can build strong use cases for delivering audio content in different ways. And that's one of the things that, that we're setting out to do. And I, it, this goes across, it doesn't have to be just podcasts. It sounds easy because we're like, yeah, we'll explain what RSS feeds are and what a podcatcher is and, and how to search for apps or a search for podcasts through your app, that kind of thing. But this, this goes into so many different industries. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like if I went and I was hiring a, a general contractor to work on my house and they were like, they gave me a quote and you look at the quote and you're like, oh my God, I didn't even think I could ever spend this much money on my house. But they were like, we can educate you through this app or through this podcast. Just click here and you can get a download of, of like how we approach building out this house. I'm like, okay, like you are educating me in new ways. And that's what's really great about being able to deliver this. And it's easier I'd say, and Craig, you can correct me live while while we're recording this, I'd say it's actually easier to launch a private podcast than it is a public podcast, because you don't have to do all of the connections into distribution platforms, though we make it easy for you. You don't have to think about all that stuff. Like You could get going with a private podcast to serve customers before you even use a public podcast for a larger reach. Would that, is that even a fair statement, do you think? Yeah, I think it's a very fair statement, and I think it's true. And I think the difference that we're seeing a bit is that folks that are asking about private podcasts are folks that 
already have some kind of audience. They have an email list, they have a course, they have a membership site, they have an e-commerce store, and they're wanting to offer this content medium to the people in their world. And I think that maybe is a little different than a lot of people just starting a new podcast saying, starting from scratch and I want to start a podcast. And yeah, for those folks, like that's an uphill battle, right? Like, and that's why pod fading is so, so prevalent is to, to go from zero to a sizable and kind of impactful audience where us hopping on the mic every week for an hour and editing and figuring out distribution and marketing and all this kind of stuff is, is honestly like really hard. But if you come to the podcasting world already having some kind of an audience or already having a business or already having a platform of some sort, then yeah, just offering this content to those people is, I did it for a customer today. It took five minutes to set up. <laughs> it took five minutes to set up their WordPress site and member space and Castos. And I mean, not to toot our own horns, but I mean that the, our development team has done a really nice job of making this really, really, really simple. Maybe we could throw out kind of rapid fire some things we've been thinking about that maybe are crazy, but but I think have real legs when it comes to private audio content. Mental health. Telemedicine is a huge thing these days. Mental health, whether it's like meditation lessons or an actual kind of therapist delivering their weekly podcast to their patients. I think is totally reasonable to think about doing. Yeah. I mean, some of the things I was thinking about, as you already kind of know, but going down the the e-commerce route, right, where for both marketing and a sort of support-oriented uh, goal. So with the holidays fast approaching, which is already crazy to say, but anyone who's doing a lot of e-commerce sales, again, once we have our Zapier integration. So I just bought this fire pit. It's called the Solo Stove. This is not Sponsored by the Solo Stove. <laughs> this is it not an be, endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an endorsement of Solo Stove, but reach out if you are at Solo Stove. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just like I would have loved to check out, bought my Solo Stove, and it said, "Hey, Zapier just sent me a, an email that said, click here to download a private podcast on how to maintain, care for use cases of your Solo Stove because it's a a round stainless steel fire pit." But I don't know. I want to be able to take care of it right. It was fairly expensive, so I want to make sure that I can maintain it well. And I mean, how about that kind of connection where you're either sending somebody a private podcast on maintaining and, and taking care of a product or helping somebody set up something that's rather technical. And as a marketer, hey, call to action. Don't forget to listen to our public podcast or vice versa. You check out e-commerce show gets delivered to their inbox. They say, hey, click here and subscribe to our you know, customers-only private podcast. Comes out every month, right? It's just useful tips and tricks for your you know, product or service. Like those kinds of things, you know, I'm excited to see roll out too. One of the other ones I, I'm thinking about is around education. And I think when we talk about education, we talk about learning management systems. A lot of, you know, when I talk to our friend, Chris Badgett from Lifter LMS, it's like someone selling a course on learning how to teach yoga or someone doing a course on how to do calligraphy or something, right? And so like that a lot of peer-to-peer teaching, I guess I'd say, like us doing a course on how to do a podcast is is what a lot of folks think. But I mean, we're having conversations with universities in the United States about like, hey, I want to deliver podcasts to my students. Or companies saying like, hey, we want to do continuing education for our employees through podcasting. Or even crazier is... We want to offer podcast content to our employees' families about 
anything that they want to hear. And so like, I think if it is, you start thinking about education, that means a lot of different things. And as you start to peel that onion, you can start to get a sense for the value of, yeah, just, and, and again, I like, I think we can call it a podcast still because it's delivered via an RSS feed, but it really is audio content for specific people. It's almost more like email marketing in a sense, in a lot of these applications. Yeah. And again, the the reason why it works so well is because it is portable, quite literally. It goes to many folks' phones, if not, you know, car rides, that kind of thing, or working out, exercising. They're listening to it then. And uh, it's something that it's archivable, right? So it's it doesn't get lost. You know, in the person's mind, like, you know, hey, if I need to re-listen to that episode, whether it's mindfulness or company retreat information, you just know it's, oh, it's in my podcast list. It's in this private podcast. It goes along with this brand and I can hit play and I can hit 2x and I can scrub through it. Like, that's the power of audio. Video, the same thing, but still there's just, just it's a bigger storage, buffering time. Like, there's all those slight points of friction that audio still wins because you don't have to be looking at it. And you can just be doing other things for the most part uh, while you're listening to it. So again, audio wins, you know, in my book. All right, Craig. So it has been a touch over 30 days since I've taken my role as a director of podcaster success. Although I heard somebody say the other day, chief podcast officer. That sounded pretty good, too. I might have to, you know, check in on the old yearly review. Mix if, it up uh, a little. All right. All right. <laughs> we, can, we can switch to that title. But I feel like I haven't been doing my job as best as I can be. And that's for you, the listener. Don't forget to email me, matt at castos.com. If you have, if you're struggling with, you know, setting up a podcast, like, that's what I'm here for. That's my, I mean, at least in my eyes, Craig, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help people become successful with their podcast, whether it's like this private podcasting thing that we're talking about here, or if you've just joined Castos and you're like, ah, I need some help setting up a podcast, just email me, matt at castos.com. And I want folks to, to email me what you think, well, maybe what we can all do better as a team, as a company, as a product, but you know, what other things around podcasting is it that you might have problems with? Is it, hey, you've done the audio, you've got the podcast up and running, but how do you promote it? Like, are you struggling in that area? Is there ways that we can help you with that? Is it the website? Are you setting up WordPress and, you know, things aren't just clicking the way you want them to be? Let me know, matt at castos.com. And and we just want to get whatever, or I just want to get whatever feedback from you to help make uh, your podcast a success or the things around it that you measure as goals. I am here to help in that department for sure. So email me, mattatcastos.com. Awesome. And I would just echo there that as you're sending Matt these messages and fan mails, if folks have suggestions or requests for things for us to talk about on the podcast here, please let us know. We'll give you and your show a shout out if you would like here on the show so folks listening can go check it out. But yeah, if you have things you want us to talk about, areas of podcasting that you're not quite sure about that you want to get our take on, or, or really anything around podcasting. And I say around podcasting because like Matt said, like it is becoming um, maybe a bit of a blurry line, kind of what is a podcast and what isn't a podcast. So if you have something that that's kind of just out there and you want our take on it or you want us to explain or kind of explore in some way, just shoot us a message, uh, you know, Matt at Castos.com, or if you go to Castos.com, there's a little red bubble in the bottom of every page, just shoot us a message there. And we'd love to kind of address and, you know, kind of talk through your topic in a future episode. Or if you want us to host a webinar. <laughs> Unless you want us to host a webinar. 
And if you haven't already, head over to castos.com slash subscribe to subscribe to this podcast. Get every episode right in your favorite podcasting app every time we release an episode. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you.